What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Limitless Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jordan. And I'm your co-host, Drew. And together, we're here to help you all become the men you want to be one day at a time. All right, now we're moving to episode nine, another one of our favorite topics, actually. So Jordan and I, we both have a lot of uh, great experiences with white sneakers, so we really wanted to touch on this in this season. But before we do, definitely want to say, continue checking out our Instagram at LMTLS underscore LLC. Check out our product, RecDoc, and a couple of you have been asking if we're sponsored. We just want to clarify, we are not sponsored, so any of those links you click there, we don't get any kind of commission or any kind of fee or revenue from there. So just know we're recommending the products because we genuinely think that they're amazing. So just please check them out, and if you're interested, go ahead. And if you're not, I mean, by all means, don't don't go ahead and buy them, but uh, just something to keep in mind. And then I guess on that it's time to hop into this episode. Yep, super exciting. Let's get hot started with today's episode on white sneakers. So this is a topic I've been meaning to talk about for a really long time. You know me, I really love my white sneakers. And I honestly think that they are an essential component to every man's wardrobe. Oftentimes we don't grow up with white sneakers because our moms are always like, oh, you're going to get them dirty. What's the point in buying white sneakers when you're just going to trash them in like the first couple of weeks? But no, they are incredibly important. And I think they're one of the most underrated pieces that can that can ultimately elevate a guy's level of style. Dude, you know, actually coming into college, I remember I think the first time I I met you, you were also wearing, you know, those white sneakers you had that were like a mesh from Adidas with like Mm -hmm. the the blue kind of lip on the back yeah i remember that and i'm like i remember those shoes i remember you wore them for so long but i was like hold on these shoes actually look pretty good and from there because i was kind of in that boat too before college i was like what's the point of white sneakers if they're just gonna get dirty like they're gonna get dirty i'm not gonna need them they're gonna kind of go bad after a couple weeks but i was like hold on this man's been wearing them for so long i've seen throughout this year and they're still good i was like hold on I i think i should probably look into a pair so kind of that's what got me started a little bit when I went into like, I think later freshman year, early sophomore year for my own pair of white sneakers. Wait, wow, I never knew this. I feel, why didn't you tell me this before? <laughs> because I had to keep it genuine for the podcast, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yes, that is, that is, I think, how my interest in white sneakers kind of got started. That's awesome, man. I'm glad to hear it. I know for me, I think going into college, that was the first purchase I wanted to make. It was one of the first pair of like legitimate things like I wanted to elevate my style game for college and so the white sneaker was the first thing I wanted to purchase going into it so I'm really happy that that kind of uh, played an influence into your style game as well so yes sir it was very helpful because now I mean you've seen me I usually wear white sneakers now so yeah it it has definitely been a big trend (laughs) Mm mm-hmm there's also a lot of history behind white sneakers too they were first popularized by converse through their high top basketball shoes if you i don't know if you if your parents probably grew up in the 80s or the 90s but they probably saw a lot of magic johnson and larry bird rocking the chuck taylors and all these converse commercials oh right the white sneakers were initially a very popular basketball shoe especially in the nba but they slowly made the transition from athletic wear to more casual wear And now today we have all different types of white sneakers, whether they be Air Force Ones or some of the other products we're going to talk about in today's episode. But another thing that will also be uh, helpful to know, especially for you gentlemen, is that white sneakers are are the most preferred sneaker on men by women. And the reason for this is that they provide a clean design and aesthetic. And if you pair it with the right outfit, it can actually look super, super attractive. So basically studies have shown that once you have these 
you are already a league above uh, the rest. So get a pair. <laughs> <laughs> and we're here today to help you decide how to get that right pair and which things to look out for when you are doing so. So, yeah. all right, Drew, so let's now, hop right into it. All right, let's do this. So now with the materials and type section. So with the materials, it's important to keep in mind that with shoes, there are a lot of things to consider where you're going to have really uh, popular materials ranging from leather to canvas to mesh. So I think we're just going to touch on these three because these are the most popular ones that uh, you guys probably also, uh, let's say, come across. So with leather, one thing to keep in mind here, it's more resistant to stains. However, it's much easier to clean. There are a lot of those leather cleaning products out there. Uh, I mean, Jordan, I feel like anytime if we once we make a purchase in store for shoes, we always see those different uh, uh I, let's say cans or bottles hey purchase this uh, it's going to keep them clean it's going to provide this waterproof coating or like crep protect i think is a big one that's yeah a lot of hype around it i see so, those a lot so i mean there's definitely a lot of uh, things to address leather sneakers so there could be a big benefit if you were to go for these uh, but one thing also is that once you get closer and closer to real leather they require more break-in time simply because it's going to be a bit stiffer but once they're broken in they're going to be some of the most comfortable pair one of the most comfortable pairs of sneakers you own, period. I think the same applies to almost every leather sneaker. There is somewhat of a break-in period where it may not feel comfortable at for first, but over time, the leather does conform to your foot, especially if you have any odd deformities in your feet here and there. But it does take time. It will be a little uncomfortable, but once it does break in, it will literally mold right to your foot, just like it, like a sock. Right, it's like probably just a week of straight wear is probably gonna help you. And if you wear these only on the weekends, you're okay. You're probably gonna have to go a month of maybe being slightly uncomfortable, mostly just initially. But then by like the end of that month, it's probably gonna ease up uh, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty much entirely. Where then it's gonna essentially be broken in. So next we have canvas. Now these are typically like uh, this is typically the material you find like those Nike skateboarding shoes. Now, a nice perk of these is that they're very comfortable to wear. However, these sneakers are very hard to clean. Like, if you've ever gotten a pair, let's say, the Nike skateboarding ones, these are, or like, even some Converse sneakers, right? And you get, I don't know, if you spill coffee on them, or you get anything on them, maybe spill some wine on them, if you're really trying to be fancy, uh, <laughs> the, the stains just don't come out because they kind of absorb into that canvas or that fabric. Yeah, and these are incredibly tough to clean. I remember getting a pair of Vans Dirty one time, and it, you can go at it with a toothbrush, you can go at it with whatever. These are just really tough to get stains out of. So I think that's something to keep in mind. If you are looking to purchase canvas sneakers because comfortability is a huge factor for you, I would definitely recommend investing in some sort of water protectant or stain-resistant product that you can use to coat the sneaker just to keep it safe. But it is something that you have to keep in mind if you are going for a canvas option. Right, there's probably like a crap protect for that too, or different. There's so many brands out there, kind of with this. So, I mean, do your due diligence there, and you'll you'll be okay wearing these. But just keep that in mind, uh, and you may need to refresh the coating every so often too with any of these cleaners or uh, protectants. So, uh, don't just think it's a one and done. You're gonna have to be on top of it. Now, then we also have mesh as this third one. Now, a nice part about mesh is it's very breathable. It's pretty form-fitting. It's kind of like a sock almost. There's been a whole trend with shoes that kind of feel like socks, right? And it's usually mesh. So it's really nice in that way because you can also throw them in the washer to clean them. 
But keep in mind, this is also similar to canvas. They're going to be hard to clean because it soaks into the fabric, into that mesh. So, I mean, maybe white may not be ideal here. That's something for you to personally weigh if if you think that's a trade-off you want to want to take. But then another thing is that for for these shoes made out of mesh, they're usually only ideal for athletic sneakers or athletic uses because uh, they give you great mobility and all. But let's say if you're walking day to, uh, just throughout the day in a regular type of environment, I don't know, maybe you're at work or you're just walking around doing errands, they don't really give you any structure or stiffness, which maybe could, uh, let's say, just be uncomfortable for you. So that's just the drawback here. I think another big drawback of mesh sneakers is that, again, they do carry a much more athletic vibe, if that makes sense. Yeah. So they're, they're very hard to wear in a more casual setting or even in a more dapper setting. So you're limited in terms of the types of outfits you're able to wear with these mesh sneakers. So that's something to keep in mind. Yeah, and actually, don't even try to wear these in the winter because your feet will be freezing. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I can Amen to that. So, yeah. And then we're going to move on to the type. So as with let's say most sneakers are going to have high tops and low tops. Now, with the white sneakers specifically, we highly recommend going with low tops at first because these are just more versatile and you can kind of wear them throughout the year. Uh, where high tops, it, it may be just harder to do maybe possibly in the summer. I mean, that's something you want to do if you want like your ankle getting a little hot or warm, whatever. But just low tops provide this added versatility, which is really comfortable throughout the year. Now, once you've actually, let's say, explored the low top realm, though, then fine, you can move into like the high tops, like Converse, once you kind of have your foundation pair. Because then at that point, you know what's going to work for you, when you can wear either one, what outfits you can wear either one with, and we're actually going to touch on that. So definitely stay tuned. Now, once you have, uh, let's say, the high top and low top down, it's important to keep in mind, okay, dressy versus athletic sneakers. So I think something we've touched on at least like three or four times so far already in the beginning is that versatility is going to be super important with these white sneakers because you want these to go with nearly any outfit you have across the spectrum of casual to formal. Maybe not black tie formal, but like formal, uh, nearing there. So with that, there's so many different outfits, right? So you want to make sure you are choosing a shoe that fits the vibe of that outfit and it's just appropriate. Now with athletic sneakers though, they can be pretty chunky and dressy sneakers they tend to be a bit more form-fitting a bit slimmer there's really not too much bulk added to them so that's something just to also pay attention to and you'll see like they look way cleaner there's really not many details going into let's say the side of the shoe itself too so uh keep that in mind and you'll be fine Alrighty, moving on to the fit and style. Like Drew has been mentioning, you definitely want to have your white sneakers to be as minimal as possible. It is okay to have some hint of color, but again, the name of the game is to keep it as minimal as possible. Because if there's too many designs or too much stuff that's going on with the sneaker, then it kind of detracts from the clean aesthetic it's meant to provide. You can have some designs or other things with other pairs of sneakers but the whole point of the white sneaker is to be as minimal as possible and you can kind of take away from that maybe a splash of color here and there is okay but for the most part try to avoid any extravagant white sneaker designs As Dude, for so you know like oh wait sorry but you know like the stan smiths they, they're really cool with this right but Dude, the superstars, for some reason, they just get me. I'm just like, I don't like these because for some reason, there's I don't too think much the, going on yeah the three stripes on the 
outside of the shoe like it just they just don't work i think they're a little bit too tacky and they take away from the minimal aesthetic i think colors can work and we'll kind of touch on that with our our product recs but for some of them it's just i think it's just a little too much right and it was like a huge trend before but like that trend significantly died down so Mm -hmm. white shoes though plain white sneakers with maybe just a touch of color that trend has persisted time and time again it's a timeless trend what can we say (laughs) (laughs) yes Alrighty, now you may be wondering, how do I pair socks with these? And I think this is all seasonal dependent. So if you're in a fall or winter time, then full socks are definitely good. Avoid white shoes with white socks. I think that looks really tacky in my opinion. So go for black socks. Go for dress socks even if you want to pair it with a nice pair of chinos. That could look really nice. And then for the spring or summertime, be open or be to the idea of wearing no-show socks with these. I think white sneakers look especially great with no-show socks. So whether you're wearing shorts, whether you're wearing chinos and you decide to cuff them up a little bit, right? Having the no-show look definitely adds a little bit of versatility and a little bit of flair to your overall appearance. These socks can be really super comfortable, but then also then it's like once you're wearing these and people don't see your socks, it honestly just adds this extra layer of i guess fanciness if you want to say uh but then i think another thing is if you don't have a pair of no-show socks one definitely try to get a pair or several pairs but then two until that point if you have low cut like ankle socks that are very very low that really don't protrude past let's say just the actual edge of the shoe you could get by wearing a white pair of those with a pair of white sneakers until you get a pair of no-show socks so it's not the end-all be-all, but it's something you definitely should strive for. Yeah, I totally agree. That's a really great point to bring up. When you are getting pants with these, make sure the pant opening ends right at the top of the shoe. And you can often do this by cuffing or hemming it to a no break. And the whole point of this is to make sure that your pant doesn't swallow up the shoe, right? The white sneaker should be a focus of your outfit. And so as a result, you don't want it to be completely covered up by your pant opening. So having it end like right above the sneaker is definitely ideal in terms of showing off the sneaker, but also fitting the overall clean and form fitting look that you're trying to get across. You may be wondering, can you wear white sneakers with a suit? And I think absolutely, right? I think they are something that is pretty overlooked when it comes to business casual attire. But if you are going to be wearing white sneakers with a suit, it can't be with a typical business professional suit. The pant leggings for those... Oh, that'd be weird. Yeah, no, it would be. (laughs) If you're wearing it with like a traditional suit, the pant leggings on those are not necessarily hemmed to the same extent that casual pants are, and they're more designed for dress shoes. So it would look really weird. If you do want to wear white sneakers with a suit, I would recommend going for like a slim fit or a skinny fit suit from any sort of fashion brand, whether that be H&M or Zara... These are suits designed to be a little bit more out there that you can wear in more casual settings and more business casual settings and wear it with a bit more versatility. So rather than buying like a super expensive business professional suit and wearing this, try and go for a little bit more of like an affordable fashion suit. And I think that would be a lot more ideal, especially with white sneakers. Dude, I remember you wearing a pair of white sneakers. I believe it was for date night, was it? Or was it for... I think it was date night. Yeah. I remember that. Uh, only guy wearing sneakers with the suit but the outfit was phenomenal so guys the versatility (laughs) will get you far and the suit pants that i had were from h&m so speaking from personal experience so they definitely helps in that case because dude i could tell like they were nice uh they were like the slim or like the, the skinnier fit right 
because they they didn't really protrude past it. And I think that's the element that made the outfit look really nice. Because if you were wearing like the regular suit pants, like you're saying, it would just swallowed it up and it would have just not gone at all. And we'll be showing a picture of this in our Instagram post in terms of how exactly you can pull off the similar sort of look. If you are looking to figure out how exactly to figure out the right size for your shoe, right? We like to do a little trick where if you can fit more than two fingers vertically in the heel, the shoe is too big. So if you can fit one finger in comfortably, that's fine. If you can barely fit your finger in there, it might be a little too tight. So maybe you can size up. But if you can fit more than two fingers, let's say like three or four, then that means the shoe is way too big. So that's like and, a cool little trick you can keep in mind. And actually, you know what? This trick is amazing because I think at least for me, uh, I don't know about you, but like for me when I was growing up, it was always like, okay, how much space is there from my toe until the end of the shoe, right? And honestly, this trick basically says, screw that, just go based on how your heel is because more importantly, it's like when you walk, yeah, you want to know where the break is in your foot, which is really important, of course, but then also like if your heel's going to slip out, no matter how where the break is, like the shoe's just not going to be comfortable. It's just going to be coming off all the time. Yeah, I think that's a really good way of phrasing it. I think the heel fit is much more important than the the foot break, at least near the, the sole of the shoe. Because again, you're probably going to be slipping in and out if you don't have a comfortable fit around the ankle area. All right, so especially with white sneakers, cleaning is very, very important. We could dedicate an entire episode to how to clean shoes, but we'll kind of give a brief overview in today's episode. So we recommend using water-based cleaners rather than chemical cleaners. They're less harsh on canvas, leather, and mesh, and they don't tend to leave behind any accidental bleach stains. I know Drew has definitely had some stories accidentally using chemical cleaners and destroying a pair of shoes one time, but... <laughs> so, I, I won't touch on that one specifically, but basically, yeah, you don't, you want to try to avoid using these as much as possible, but, like, you know, one thing I will say is I've had this one pair of white sneakers, the Adidas Gazelle uh, triple white ones, and... They've been, I've had them for a few years now where they're, they are worn down and I'm like, all right, you know what? Fine. If I use something a little more abrasive on them, it's going to be okay. I mean, either it'll add to the character of the sneakers or you won't really notice it because they've been worn down a bit. But like I'll use Clorox wipes to clean them, which is probably a big no-no from a lot of you sneakerheads, which I totally agree with. Like I wouldn't do that on a new pair of sneakers, but considering they're, they've been worn down a lot, there's no real, let's say reviving them in that way. So the Clorox wipes will do a great job in actually taking away the dirt and the grime on the edges of the sole, on the actual uh, upper part of the shoe, and uh, let's say from that leather. So it, it does a good job there, and it will clean it up, honestly give it, uh, make it look, let's say, six months newer, or uh, per se younger than it actually is, which is really nice, and it can get you back a nicer shoe after maybe a night in a I don't know, for you guys in college, for a nice and a dirty basement, if you have white shoes, Clorox wipes can at least help. <laughs> <laughs> On top of the Clorox wipes, an old toothbrush or a medium bristle shoe brush can often be really helpful, especially for those really tough to hit stains. My personal method has always been mixing a little bit of dishwashing soap with water and then I just take a toothbrush to it and I just go at it. I scrape it Ooh. and make sure I get everything off of it, right? I just to, It's a water-based cleaning option that I think preserves the integrity, especially because I do own a lot of leather sneakers. And so to that end, I think the dishwashing soap water combo definitely works. Again, we could dedicate an entire episode to 
this whole idea of cleaning sneakers, but we just wanted to give you guys a brief overview of some basic tips that you can use, especially because cleaning sneakers is a really important factor for keeping your white sneakers as pristine as possible. Definitely. And like, honestly, a small, I guess, little addition, not per se for cleaning, but maybe to give a more of a newer feel, or even slight polish. I think a slight bit of olive oil can help kind of add a little more moisture kind of life back into the leather but just a small amount because i don't know how it actually is on white sneakers i think on other type on white leather sneakers on other leather sneakers could do a phenomenal job but we'll actually touch on that in another episode we have coming out in a couple weeks so we're going to move into our top three outfits here so we're going to start with the minimal one so with the middle one here we have a nice pair of slim fitted uh navy blue chinos we have a nice well-fitted black polo this guy's wearing some black shades i mean i guess it completes the look but what really really completes the look and makes the look here is the pair of very clean and a little more on the formal side of white sneakers it looks like these honestly could be canvas ones and the thing is they look really nice because once you have a dark outfit like this, a navy blue and a black, you want something to balance it out, kind of give it a total contrast, or at least start touching a bit more on the lighter side. Because otherwise, too dark of an outfit, it sometimes just doesn't work, and the white sneakers add this nice, kind of nice let's say, element to balance it out. Yeah, having a darker outfit and then contrasting that with a nice pair of bright white sneakers is definitely a good way to get that color blocking going. And I think for a minimal outfit, this will be a very easy way to kind of pull it off, right? You've already got a black polo, you've got blue chinos. Why not kind of add a little bit of brightness with those white sneakers? And it'll provide a really good contrast as you go from top to bottom. Exactly. So then now we're going to have our trendy outfit. So with this one, it's kind of going to be wearing slim uh, fitted black jeans. You could wear them ripped uh, if you want. I mean, that could, I think, further the whole trendy vibe, but what uh what this guy's wearing is a it looks like a more so overfitted white t-shirt which is actually totally an acceptable vibe especially if you're going for more trendy or streetwear type of look then he also is wearing this let's say olive green bomber jacket so that one honestly adds a nice touch to it also wearing shades watch wristband but the white sneakers here they really make the look because one, they're matching the t-shirt here. So that's a nice touch. And then also they have a, an element of green actually on the back, uh, let's say heel ankle area. So with that, that also kind of complements the bomber jacket in a way. So it's kind of touching on this color blocking that Jordan mentioned. Yeah. So it's the same idea basically here. I think what really makes this outfit pop, especially with these sneakers, and we'll kind of dive into the specific sneakers in a little bit, but with these sneakers in particular, they do have that color blocking on the back of the shoe with the green, so a hint of green right there. And that complements the rest of the outfit, right? It complements the bomber jacket and the overall aesthetic of the look. But we really want to emphasize, especially with this flashy trendy look, is that with the white sneakers, they're meant to be incredibly versatile, right? You can wear them in a more minimal way, especially with this unique pair. You can wear them in a more streetwear trendy way by pairing it with yes. the bomber jacket, the oversized tee, and the slim fit ripped denim. And so it's a very clean look and still preserves the integrity of the overall outfit whilst adding that little color blocking contrast like we talked about earlier. 
Yes, entirely. So now we are moving on to the private school preppy look. So with this, this is actually like an outfit Jordan wore. And honestly, he can give you the whole rundown again on the fit. But before he does, all I will say is it's a nice, crisp, well-fitted white t-shirt. Not an oversized one here. Tucked into the suit pants. Uh, it's a dark blue uh, suit. I don't even know if you can call it navy blue. It's like a deep, dark blue suit with uh, the well-fitted pants and nice leather sneakers. And I think, Jordan, you want to take it from there? Yes, again, this is one of my favorite ways to wear white leather sneakers. It's an underrated way, in my opinion, but a t-shirt with a suit, essentially, right? I think there are some really key things you need to keep in mind when trying to pull off this look. One, no-show socks are crucial in this sense, right? You may yes. be thinking, why would no-show socks be that big of a deal? But the pants that in and of themselves need to be hemmed to a certain extent in order for them to be a little bit more kind of casual, right? And so wearing socks below that kind of detracts from the overall look. And it just, it comes across as a little bit tacky, at least in my opinion. So the no-show socks are really crucial. Pairing it with a nice leather watch additionally adds to the overall sophistication of the fit. But other than that, just make sure that everything is very form-fitting and very slim. You don't want to be walking around with a baggy suit. That will ruin the entire look. It needs to be oh. a skinny suit. It needs to be form-fitting. The pants at least need to be slim at the minimum. They need to be nicely hemmed so that the sneakers have ample room and they're not swallowed up by the pants. So yes. I think fit is really, really key if you want to pull this off. If you don't have the fit, you are going to look ridiculous in this. So Right. Like, you know what came to mind when you said that you, you really don't want a baggy suit? You know how in the early 2000s, at least we've seen the video, uh, the small uh, short videos of those on Instagram, I think. Who was it? Charles Barkley and some other people kind of reporting on uh, ESPN. Mm -hmm. And they're wearing these insanely baggy suits, which are honestly like dro drooping down past their arms and just way too much room. Like that kind of outfit will not work with these at all. I don't know what people were thinking back in the 2000s. <laughs> I don't know why baggy suits were a thing or baggy clothes in general were a thing. But yeah, like do not wear a suit as baggy as that or just a baggy suit in general. If you're trying to pull off this dabber look, it will look really really bad like form is really key especially for this outfit yeah like actually touching on the socks real quick here so you mentioned the no-shows and i think that's th the sock you need to wear with these but i think also it's like maybe a slight rule i guess you call it the limitless fits men's fashion rule so men's fashion rule number one i guess the first one that we're ever creating <laughs> if you're wearing a t-shirt with your suit so there's no collar make sure you have no no-show socks make sure there's nothing showing there either and make sure the t-shirt is ironed as well right if you're wearing a wrinkled yes. t-shirt that's also going to ruin the entire look as well so at that point just don't even bother putting together that outfit wear something entirely different <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. there we go those are the outfits for this week awesome all right now in terms of going all in right if you're looking to buy a new pair of white sneakers a first pair of white sneakers Right? We recommend if you've got the money, go for it. Right, You're looking for two important things here, quality and versatility. But the good thing is, is that many affordable options also provide a lot of high quality. And we're going to touch on that with our product recommendations. However, luxuries like Italian leather are nice, right? But they're not absolutely necessary. They're not game changers, right? If you have them, yeah. yes, you will be getting quality for, let's say, like 10 plus years. But you don't absolutely need them in order to get a good quality white sneaker, mainly because there are a lot of great options out there that are also incredibly durable and high quality. 
That that is very true. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I like that because I mean, if you can get those other options that are of the quality you want or just insanely nice quality still, there's no need to go to like the top tier. But I mean, the top tier is always nice. All right. Speaking of top tier, we're now going to be moving into our recommendation ideas. So as usual, we'll be going to be tying into our designer brand, our affordable, our hidden gem, and our all-around best. So let's start with our designer brand. This is a brand you guys have probably heard about and kind of been like, this is an insane price. Who even wears these? And they are the Common Projects Original Achilles Leather Sneakers going for $410. Yeah, $410, not like $41. (laughs) So with these, they do use Italian leather, which is very luxurious. They're great quality. And they've just been featured so often on many different, let's say, influencers pages for a good reason, because of their fit, their style, and their quality. But then also, they also have this worldwide fame just due to being mentioned in due to being mentioned and having great ratings from, let's say, sites and pages like Esquire and GQ. So overall, with this minimal and versatile pair of sneakers, you really can't go wrong if you have the money and you can afford it. I've always viewed the Common Project Achilles sneakers as the gold standard for white sneakers. It's kind of like the Rolex of white sneakers, in my opinion. If you can afford it, definitely try and get it because these are just the best quality white sneakers that you can get. But again, for a lot of us, the $410 price tag is really, really too much. And so it's kind of a thing where it's like, if you can't afford it, right? And if you're that invested in it, by all means, get this because this is basically the gold standard for white sneakers. But if you can't, and we'll touch on this coming forward, that there are other options that you can get that we think can mimic the feel of the common projects. Actually, yeah. And you know, like tmf on youtube i think he's like you know the the daily sneakers i wear even though he recommends ones like adidas and like some some like those which uh which are great right but he i think his daily ones are the common projects <laughs> well i mean the guy's an influencer he can probably afford these but <laughs> oh i think he's several pairs of them and he's like yeah i'll switch it up if i guess for a cleaner look if they're to get if they get dirty <laughs> man i wish <laughs> uh, but yeah then we're gonna move into our affordable pair we're actually gonna have two affordable pairs for this week so this is because we're going to touch on a canvas pair, then we're going to touch on a leather pair. So with the canvas pair, we have the Vans Canvas Old School True White. They usually go for around $60, and we all know Vans. They're really reliable. They're really versatile shoes, and a lot of people love their fit. So, I mean, there's a lot of benefits to this, and they're at a great price point. So you can find them at most major retailers or even at Vans stores if you have some of them specifically by you. And with Vans, there's going to be this stitched leather stripe that just adds accent to the shoe that can make the outfit pop. So, like, their signature type of stripe across the shoe. In case you guys are looking for something with a little bit more of an accentuation rather than so, like, a little minimal look, right? I think the Vans offers a good alternative to that, right? Just if you want, like, just a little bit of a design on there, right? Again, we hugely advocate against, like, big over-the-top designs on white sneakers especially but with this one it's like a, it's like a nice little accent that we think complement that could complement the rest of the outfit yes and now we're going to move on to the second affordable pair so these are the adidas gazelle let's say all white or triple white so these usually go for around 50 dollars, and this is a pair that's i would say also insanely affordable too it's a great sneaker i've had mine for let's say three 
maybe four years now, depending on if I got it late freshman year, early sophomore year. But it's something that is amazing. It's this it really conforms around your foot too. So I mean, I can speak on that from personal experience. And this is a pair that I still have. And I'm actually uh, doing a little project on these that you're going to see at some point soon, hopefully. Pretty cool. But yeah, with these, I mean, it's another great pair. You really can't go wrong. They're leather. So you know they're going to last in that way and be easy to clean. Then we're going to move on to our hidden gem, actually. So I'm going to touch on it a bit. And so with this, they're actually the Adidas Stan Smith shoes going for 80 bucks. Now, there are a couple of great qualities here in terms of their design and all. But I think I want to let Jordan take this one because I think he just words this one really well for you. So you might be thinking, why the hell are Adidas Stan Smiths the hidden gem for this week? They're probably one of the most common white sneakers out there. And I think it's exactly for that reason we want to make it the hidden gem. A lot of people often overlook this shoe as being too generic for a white sneaker, but we think that the features that it offers, and again, from my personal experience owning these shoes, these are some of the best options that you can look into. And because they're off so overlooked, they've kind of become a hidden gem in a way, where in a way they're, they've become overrated, but in reality they're underrated, if that makes sense. So It's like everyone sees them and they're like, all right, I don't want them because... Okay, I remember seeing like X, the X, Y, and Z people wear them before. I don't want them now. But then if everyone has that same mentality, which is what I feel like you're hinting at, no one's really going to have them. And then it's like you actually will stand out once you get them. Exactly. Right. I think that's a perfect way of phrasing it. What we love so much about the Stan Smiths in particular is the splash of color that we talked about on the heel. Right. They add a little extra pop on your outfit. I owned a pair of these and I had the navy blue heel and so whenever i had a navy blue outfit that. on it just it always added like just a little extra pop right and there's always like different color options i think they have like a green a pink a red so you can really kind of pick and choose based on your preferences and at the same time it does offer that minimal leather design not definitely as great as let's say the common projects or what we'll touch on for our all-around best but it definitely does provide a very solid option for a leather sneaker I would have definitely recommended the Prime Knit versions in the Heartbeat, but apparently they don't sell those anymore and they've gone kind of out of retail. But those, I think, in my opinion, were a better version of these. But either way, I think you can't go wrong with the original classic minimal leather design for the Stan Smiths. Yeah, now we're going to actually move on to our all-around best. I think Jordan really covered that one well. So just keep that in mind. They're a hidden gem for a reason. And if you need to, go back a couple seconds and take another listen. So we're going to move on to our all-around best. This is actually something that I found really interesting that I'm actually very intrigued about. And I'm looking at uh, personally for my next pair when I need to get another pair of white sneakers. And these are the New Republic Kurt Leather Sneakers. They go around $98. And here is another great minimal design, quality leather, like great quality leather, actually. So if you can't afford the common projects, this is basically like the next best option without a doubt. Yeah, I always like to call the New Republic Kurt Leather Sneakers the Broke Man's Common Projects. It basically has the same form factor as the Common Projects, but it comes at a much more affordable price. I've owned a pair of these for two years. I'm actually thinking of replacing them just to get a brand new ver- brand new version of it. Do but it. I love these shoes to death, right? I'm pretty sure I've worn these to like with almost everything. They are fancy enough to the point that you can pull them off with a suit and t-shirt look, but they're also minimal enough that you can wear them in a much more casual setting, let's say like chino shorts and a t-shirt. 
So I love the versatility these shoes provide. The durability and quality has also been amazing with these sneakers. They do require some breaking in because of the more genuine leather that's offered. But again, the fit has been amazing since then. They don't come across immaculate, as tacky. Immaculate, you could say. Immaculate. I think that's a perfect word for it. But I have not had any complaints with these shoes. I think these are probably some of the best white sneakers that you can get. And the fact that they're that affordable for $100, right? You really can't go wrong with these. Well said, man. And like, honestly, based on the, his experience too, that's furthered my interest in these specifically as well. So I'm like, honestly, guys, definitely check these out because they, they seem to have great reviews across the board. Now, moving on to it, stay away. Just want to say, maybe not all of you guys will agree with this, but just hear us out for this one. Nike Air Force Ones. So the, the, the whole premise of this season of our focus on men's fashion is the versatility factor but also like a clean look. And with that, that means that you should be able to wear it with a lot of different outfits, right? You're taking these pieces where you can build off of rather than pieces that are only good for one or, or two kind of outfits out of maybe 20 different ones you could make with other kind of pieces, right? So with these Air Force Ones, they're really chunky and athletic in build, right? So in that Kind of with that in mind, they're not as versatile as these other options we've mentioned. Like, you can't dress them up with a suit. Like, if you're able to pull it off, great. But, like, I feel like, or what we feel is most people cannot pull it off because that's a very, very hard look to do. Air Force Ones with the suit just because of their overall vibe that's carried with them. Then also, it's like a lot of people, like so many people own uh, Air Force Ones where they're not going to be as special and you're not going to stand out. For that reason so not to discount the shoe entirely like they're great shoes but they don't fit what we're trying to get at and what we want you guys to really look for in a pair but one thing that they are really good for can be custom sneakers a lot of people customize these and they can be really good in that way if you want a, a cool design that you want someone to do for you but also another thing to keep in mind because a lot of people have custom air force ones still try vans try a different just company in general and you could honestly get wonders with going outside of the comfort zone a bit. I know this is kind of a hot take on our end, but the main reason we're kind of just like, oh, Air Force Ones aren't necessarily the ones to go for is, again, like Drew mentioned, the versatility factor is something that really inhibits these shoes in our eyes. I can't see myself wearing this with a suit. I can't see myself wearing this casually. I think it's just very chunky in terms of its build. I mean, some people really like that, and I think the Air Force Ones really lend themselves to more flashy, trendy streetwear type of fits. But again, versatility is the name of the game, and you can't really wear these with a lot of different outfits. Yeah, exactly. So guys, I feel like we have covered a good amount on white sneakers. There's probably a lot more to be said, but we don't want to we don't want to bore you guys. We we've covered the main points. We hope you guys have really are gonna take this in. We will be posting the outfits on the Instagram page at lmtls underscore llc. Also, check out the product rec doc. Again, we are not sponsored, so we are just going to be putting products that we genuinely believe are going to be beneficial for you on there, the ones that we've recommended. And if you guys have any ideas or suggestions for future episodes, future content, or just want to let us know what you guys think of the products, feel free to reach out to us through Instagram at LMTLS underscore LLC. Feel free to comment on our posts. Feel free to share our content. That way we can spread the word and get other guys involved in order to help them elevate their style games as well. 
Yes, sir. And just real quick, I guess shout out VJ and Gautam, and then also Dan and Will. You guys, you guys have been reaching out saying you guys have really enjoyed the product recs and everything you've been getting out of this season. So, hey guys, just reach out. Let us know if we've helped you out, and I guess that's it. Awesome. Alrighty, take it easy, y'all. Peace.